0: Well, this morning is a little different than on normal Sunday morning, and so I just want to prepare you as our uh, Ugo Mexico team comes and joins me on the stage as, uh, come on up here, folks. Uh, today is Missions Sunday. You go, I've been going to this church for 35 years. What's a Missions Sunday? Well, you're about to find out. We believe that there's an unfinished task that God has called us to reach the world for Christ. And we do that in a variety of ways. And uh, so you've heard from the Liljurgans, they've been longtime missionaries with us. This is part of the team that went with us this summer to Rosarito, Mexico, where we built a house uh, for a family, which you'll see in a little bit. You'll hear about some of the testimonies what God has done. But this is a good-looking crew. Now, they don't know I'm about to do this. It's second hour. Life is good you know, I made it through the first hour, so let's just mix it up. So, first of all, I bet every one of these people up here probably, you know, thought about, I want to go, but. And I bet you, you sitting out there at times, I'd like to go do something for God and build a house or, you know, work with kids or, you know, do sports ministry, uh, but. And you have a but in your mind, like, oh, but I can't do this. So, um, How many of you, and we'll play a show of hands, how many of you, one of the concerns was like getting all the money together and going? Raise your hand if that was a concern. But you found a way of doing it and you got there. How many said, but I got like four or more kids? How many of you had that problem? Like, how do I do with all my kids? All right, just want to raise them higher. Actually, I want to make sure because like how many kids went? Four. 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 (laughs) Yeah, their oldest didn't go, but, you know, that's all right, he, he, you know. Um, and what was the youngest? Three. three. All right, so we're establishing age. They must be at least three, all right? Um, who's the oldest on the team? Who's over 60? Bobby, how old are you? 66. 66. So from three to 66, you can go, all right? And actually, if Loserjins want to go, we'll take them too, all right? So, um, So that age isn't... Money maybe is an issue, age wasn't an issue, how young. Um, What about like, but I'm out of the country, all the teenagers just step forward, all the teenagers, I'm out of the country and like, what about like bathrooms, things to get my hair done, you know, sanitary conditions, was that any issue, raise your hand, I know at least two of you. (laughs) Two of them, if we're honest, that was a little bit of a big deal. All right, you can step back. and Now, um, how many of you said, but what, what talent could I use? So I'm just going gonna, gonna to say your name and you did something because it went from sports to children's or whatever. So you guys did a lot of what? Spo- soccer, sports, and you happen to play soccer, right? And were they better than you or not? A lot better, right? <laughs> but they are pretty good, all right? And... Um, we have, you guys, like, what did you, what did you, you did you hang out with, like, on a roof, did, you know, dangling for your life, or were you safer than that and did something else? What did you do? I had fun. You had fun, so there you go. I mean, how good does it get? You don't have to be involved, just have fun, all right? Um, and so, this just didn't happen because we all showed up. First of all, I want to thank uh, Kevin Green, come up here. Um Hi. He, he was the team leader who kind of pulled all this together, and uh, we couldn't have done it without him. And where is Stephanie? Stephanie, thank you for letting him go. She has two kids under the age of four, and uh, thank you. All right, so he was our team leader this year. Thank you, Kevin, so much. All right. Next year, Dave Anthold, step forward. He'll be our team leader. And... Um, And uh, he's the one, when you see this video, that he put a bunch of stuff together, uh, and he was great. By the way, Will is back there. Wave, Will. He was there. All right. Thank you. Okay. Now, um, you say, but I know mission stuff, you got to like, you know, know the four spiritual laws, do evangelism, lead people to Christ. I don't know Spanish. What skill did you, 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 and you have? What did you guys do? Especially, you're going to hear about you, so... What skill do you bring to the table if you go to Mexico? Construction. construction, so you can build stuff, all right? So my deal is more demolition, so that doesn't really work for me. So, But construction, uh, and so these guys, you're going to see a little bit about this house that was built. So all I'm trying to say is whatever your excuse is, oh, I can't go, it costs too much money, I have too many kids, my kids are too young, my kids are too old. I'm pretty sure we can answer pretty much any anything that you're kind of confronting. And if we can't answer the question, Adam, please stand up. This is Adam Woolford from Ugo Ministries. He'll be out at the booth. He can answer every other question that we can't answer. And uh, he was one of, uh, one of our team leaders that worked with us in Rosarito this past summer. Thank you, Adam, for coming up and uh, <clears throat> being with us. As you know, our theme was called, if you haven't figured out what the theme was, And I don't know what next year's theme is, but thank you so much, missions team, for being here. There are four individuals, however, who are going to stay on the stage. These guys are going to exit while those four uh, stay up here. And um, I know normally uh, you would expect after the worship time that the preacher gets up, gives a little message. So the message is in these stories, and then I'll do the wrap-up. Now, it's a longer wrap-up than when you think of wrap-up, but... The whole sermon this morning are these stories and the pictures we're about to tell you. And uh, get a cup of coffee, settle in. Let's hear what God did this summer.
1: Okay, so God will put you where he needs you when you least expect it. And I'm out in Tijuana, east of the city, somewhere like in the boondocks. And I'm helping Cheryl Owen with teaching crafts to the kids in the VBS. And all of a sudden, I noticed this woman in the corner taking like funny shots of me on her phone, like at an angle. So I look up and she signed "Saint." That's like, cause I have a hearing aid and she has a hearing aid. So I'm like, oh, finished. We totally connected and bonded right away. You know, she's alone in this village, the only deaf person that we know of. Um, And so we bonded right away. Two days later, she came back with her husband. And her husband was in tears and was really excited that we were there and said that he was saved, but she was not. And how would she ever learn that God loves her too? So um, as our caravan is going to pull away, we're like 10 cars deep outside. um, I'm like, hold on. So I go inside and share with her the gospel in a mix of American sign language and gestures with her husband and the woman of the church. So she accepted Christ right there. Yeah, and then and then that's her precious home that she showed me. She wanted to show me where she lived, and you know it's just a poor neighborhood. I was very touched with her sharing that with me, um, and so now we're still in touch, and I'm still in touch with the women of the church, and they still they totally brought her in. They're sending me pictures all the time. And um, so this is her on the front if you want to see later. I didn't have time to put it on the thing. But she's totally there with the woman. She is now coming by herself without her husband. And she um, she actually brought a friend with her to church to share with her her precious church home. So pretty awesome.
2: Um, this was my first uh, mission trip with my husband uh, as a couple, um, so that was really fun. We wanted to establish early on in our marriage that uh, we put God first, um, so that's why we went. But prior to going, I, like John said, had a lot of doubts of, well, why would God want me to go, and what what can I bring um, that He would use? Like I have, I'm nothing, um, and it was neat. Um, Just seeing God use um, all of us and me uh, on this. Before, when we were going to the team meetings, uh, Bobby had this idea of painting a mural for the family um, because he just wanted to love on them, which is so great. Um, And so God brought into my head this idea of waves crashing in the ocean because of Mark 4, where Jesus calms the storm. And I had no idea at that point what storm this family had gone through. I know they lost their house, but I didn't know how. And um, so I painted a picture of waves crashing and um, put the verse on it and brought it to Mexico and found out later during the week when the family came and visited that um, they had lost their house in a fire. And they all, six of them, seven of them, were living in a one room And sleeping together and just very cramped and and um just so close together and um so many of them and it it really was neat to see god um calming the storm through us coming there and building them a house and then um later on some of the team members came up to me and said how seeing the picture really reminded them too that God's still calming their storms because I didn't even think about my team members like how they're still going through storms too so it's amazing how God uses us on missions trips to reach people and we don't really see that often in our busy lives but when you take the time to go on a missions trip you really see it so that's what's cool.
3: My name is John, and this was our first time going on a missions trip as well. And it was really an incredible experience. Um, I felt like our family should go. I felt called, but I've had a lot of doubts and anxieties about doing this type of thing. I mean, first off, I'm, if you know me, can be kind of an introvert, a little shy. And so the idea of, like, going down to another country, meeting new people, being bold with the gospel... And maybe the idea of like having to get up in front of a large group of people and share the experience that I knew this was going to happen, John, I think it's um, not my type of thing. I but we decided to do and also I don't know anything about construction. I have asked my wife, I'm not a handy person. So <laughs> going down there had a lot of anxiety going down. But fast forward to Monday morning, we arrived to the worksite. site and I don't know if you see a picture, but it's a flat concrete slab and just piles of lumber. And I'm thinking, we're gonna build this house in four days? I had no idea how it was gonna happen. I don't know how I'm gonna be helpful to this effort, but thankfully we have awesome people on our team, men and women who kinda of know what they're doing. And also the UGO, uh staff down there are so helpful, guide me through the process, show me what to do. And as the week goes on, the structure appears And I see the kids start to peek around the corner sometimes to see their house starting to erect, you know. And I get so much joy and fulfillment from doing this type of work. At night, when we come back from the site, I start to, like, toy with the idea, like, should I just quit my job and do this full time? (laughs) It sounds completely crazy, but that's how much joy and fulfillment I got from doing this. So then Thursday comes. It's a dedication day where we finish the house and furnish it, you know. And we gather around the family, and we're about to give them the key, and we all take turns sharing with them, speaking into their life, sharing the gospel with them. Very emotional day, and, you know, I was trying to hold it together. was not good at holding it together. <laughs> and uh, it's, it was such an incredible experience. And if God can use me, a nervous, low-skill schlub, for the mission field, I think he can use anybody. I am weak, but he is strong. So, thank you.
4: Wow. We came back from this mission trip all changed. Um, it's It had been about 20 years since I had gone on the mission field and had been praying about when was the right time to bring my children back and let them experience what I had experienced. Um, God called me about when they announced this trip for this last summer. And I have a three-year-old, and I was going, Lord, what am I going to do with my three-year-old? And he said, oh, just drop him off at your sister's in Denver. Just ask her, and she'll let you. And she did. So I literally, the day before we drove off, I flew him to Denver and flew back in the same day so we could drive out the next day. And on top of this, my husband was probably in the busiest work time of his life. And we didn't know if he was going to get to come. And it all worked out. So I would just like to tell you about this family. Their house had burned down. They were living in a little tiny, tiny bedroom with no front door, it had a curtain, and they had an outhouse. These kids were precious. They, were, they would just cling to you and not let go. Um, I was blessed to get to um, plant planners. Bobby built planners for the house that we built just as an extra blessing to this family. And um, we picked up flowers and soil from Home Depot and I sat here with these kids and we opened the bags and they were fascinated with soil. And they were calling to each other and just touching it and letting it fall through their fingers. And that's because all they have is rock and rock everywhere there and it's so dry and they were just like flowers and they were telling their brothers like, what's your favorite color in Spanish? And they were all just touching them like it was the most amazing treasure. Um, Their oldest daughter Edith like the third day we were there she brought me a gift and it was a seashell and it was such a prized possession I still have it um what was just amazing to me is we we came back and I sat with my kids and of course you guys probably have the same problem there's so many trips over the summer and you're like what do we do what fun should we do and I said what's your most important thing that we're going to do for next summer let's decide it now and they said we want to go back to Mexico how soon can we get back there My 13-year-old said, I want to talk to the middle school pastor right away. I want to go with the middle schoolers. Like, we need to get back there. It changed that focus from here, 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 to the most fulfilling focus we can all have, and that's being Jesus to these people. I would encourage you, even if you're like, I don't have any gifts, I can't do this, go. There's a paper outside on the table right outside these doors. Sign your name there. God will bless you in ways you cannot imagine, and there's something that happens when you serve with your church family, when you're out there, and you're working together, and you're building these deep relationships. God just moves. You will come back a changed person. I challenge you to go sign that form when you walk out of here, and then join us. We have a luncheon in the well if you're interested and want to get more information.